Hello and welcome to Ask the Mayor on WBAA News. I'm your host, Ben Thorpe. This week, our guest is Crawfordsville Mayor Todd Barton. Mayor, thanks as always for, for being with us today. Well, thank you for having me on. So I was looking back and you did not give your State of the City address until sometime in February of this year. But I'm wondering if you might give us a bit of a tease of what sort of things you might highlight in that address. Right. We we typically do that either late January, or early February, mid-February, somewhere in there. But uh, I've actually I'm, I'm on it this year. I'm, I've actually started framing it in. It's not it's far from being done. But, uh, you know, we we just kind of try to cover what's happened in the last year and then look ahead. Um, and, and it's usually pretty comprehensive. So I, I hit every topic and, and just kind of summarize everything. And then at the end is always a, an overview of our financial situation and where we're at there. So um, looking forward to it. Um, it's it's a tremendous amount of work and research, I think, that goes into it that people don't really realize. So it's always kind of looming this time of year. You're thinking, oh, my, I need to get started on that. But, you know, we had a really good year uh, here in 23. Uh, and, you know, the signs are that 24 is going to be as good, if not better. Hmm. I, I was going to ask, are there some things that you are most proud of coming out of 2023? Well, I think, you know, for me, the success that we've had, you know, on the economic development front and the community development front, I mean, if you look in terms of economic development, you know, both the city and the county here, you know, you look back a couple of years, three years, let's say, uh, we're close to three quarters of a billion dollars in new announcements. That's that's phenomenal for a community our size. Uh, the job growth, you know, I mean, hundreds of jobs open right now and close to had around a thousand new jobs coming in the next two or three years. So uh, we're really proud of that. And then, you know, on the community development side, the, the work that's happened, you know, with all of these projects, with all the parks being rebuilt and new roadways coming. And then, you know, we're, we're on the cusp right now looking ahead of, of major retail changes in our community. So the community is definitely in transition and, and we're going to talk about that. Yeah, I, it was hard to miss as we were speaking to each other over the course of this year that there was a, a new big development pretty much every other month. Sometimes it might have even been every month. Uh, it felt like something new was coming to the community. And, uh, you know, maybe it's worth mentioning just under the wire here, I, I saw that the IRA Whiskey Company is making a $5 million investment in Crawfordsville, building a new facility that could bring five to 10 new jobs to the area. Uh, you know, how, talk to me about how that fits into this general picture here of what we're seeing uh, growth in Crawfordsville. Well, we're seeing it, you know, in every sector. And, and that's really our strategy is to make sure that we continue to diversify, you know, what's happening here. And, uh, you know, we don't get tied just to one sector. And, and I see communities doing that. You know, they did that many years ago with automotive. And when that sector, you know, has an, has an issue, uh, that community can just really struggle. Uh, we really try to diversify things and make sure we're not just tied to one sector. And, and that is further different diversification uh, when you saw that announcement. And, and we have a couple others uh, that are that are just hanging there. They've not been announced yet. Uh, the deals are all done and everything. Uh, just going back and forth on some of the logistics. Um, you know, one in particular, they just want to make sure that they have their the size of the project correct. They've, they've kind of played with numbers a little bit. So once they have those nailed down, we'll be announcing those. But yeah, that, I think that project complements what's happening here. I think it fits in nicely with, with the big picture of, of what's happening in this community. 
Mayor, are there some places that, you know, as you look back on 2023, you're like, this is something that I'm hoping we can improve or maybe build on as we head into the next year? Oh, definitely. We're always looking at those areas and, and we're going to make some changes. And, you know, the reality is, uh, you know, here in, in another week, uh, you'll be starting in a fourth term. And I think when you when you're in that situation, you have to really be on your game uh, to avoid being complacent and just doing the same old thing the same old way. And and we're planning that out right now. So there will be some changes coming. We're going to make some adjustments uh, in several areas uh, that we'll be announcing pretty soon. Uh, not that any of them are, you know, really poor performance, but we want we want high performance. So uh, an example of that will be code enforcement. We're going to change kind of how we do code enforcement uh, in the coming year, uh, shifting more towards using local ordinances rather than state statutes. Uh, we're going to make some changes to mobile integrated health coming up, which has been, you know, one of our flagship programs. Uh, it's fantastic now, but we want to make it even better. So we're we're constantly looking at those kind of things and how we can improve upon what we've been doing. Yeah. I, you know, maybe it's worth talking just briefly about where do things stand right now with Ready 2.0 and, and those investments? And, you know, how have things changed as you've been a part of, I now understand that you're a part of the Lafayette group and trying to get funds. Yeah, it's, uh, it's, it's definitely very different, but I think Ready 2 is different everywhere than, you know, it's very different than Ready 1. And I've uh, been very pleased with the process. You know, we're, We've been welcomed into the, the greater Lafayette region, and I think uh, the discussions have been good. I think, you know, there's a lot of work happening kind of behind the scenes. They have a working group that meets, you know, really weekly, and, and they're working through things. Uh, so it's really trying to create that regional vision, and then how do we play that out in each of the surrounding counties, you know, in, in addition to, you know, greater Lafayette and Tippecanoe County. Uh, and I think we're really kind of getting there. I think you know, there's been a lot of uh, work done to kind of create something that ties us all together. And I know the, the work that they're doing there really can influence what happens, you know, in some of the surrounding areas. If we can figure out the, tra- the uh, transportation infrastructure pieces to tie us together. So hmm. um, the process is going well. It's, it's really going to heat up in the next few weeks. So you know, there's a portal where everybody's submitting their projects, and then we'll really start in earnest working through those projects and meeting with IEDC to really hone and sharpen that vision before the final submission goes in in February. Yeah, maybe this dovetails with, uh, you know, I was reading an interview uh, with Governor Eric Holcomb in the Indiana Business Journal, and he said one of his goals for 2024 is trying to make sure that local officials and not-for-profits are more aware of existing programs and grants that the state has available. You know, basically saying that local organizations and governments are overwhelmed by a lot of these different programs. What do you make of, of this push? Well, he, he's correct in saying that we're overwhelmed. I mean, there's no doubt about that. Um, you know, there, there's so much opportunity out there right now, and, and it, it's unfortunate. I mean, there are times that we get, you know, things forwarded to us saying, hey, look at this opportunity you should pursue this. And, and I have to tell people, we just literally can't because of capacity. We can only do so many things. And sometimes things get left off. And, and sometimes we have to prioritize based on the strings attached to those. So, you know, sometimes you can spend, you know, more time and resources and money pursuing something than what you actually get awarded in the end. And, uh, you know, sadly, some of these grants and programs that come through the state are exactly that way. So, you know, I think every local government is working through that process, trying to figure out what's feasible and what's not feasible. But he's correct in saying there's just massive opportunity there right now. Yeah. 
That's our time for today. Mayor Barton, thanks as always for being with us. You can find this program at our website, WBA.org, along with an archive of our shows with the mayors of Lafayette, West Lafayette, Crawfordsville, and Frankfurt. Send us your questions to ask at WBA.org. Thanks for listening, and have a great rest of the day.